It's Robin Liz in the morning, his radio. So I'm looking on social media. A friend of mine says the other day that our kids have it so easy because of technology. So if they're researching a paper, they can go, you know, on Google or whatever. And I'm like, so much easier. Yeah. It is, but I would not trade how I grew up for anything yeah we used to live in an apartment complex and in the courtyard in the middle like i would get dressed up in tinfoil bracelets and a tinfoil crown and i would play wonder woman get out yeah and all my friends would play all the superheroes and all of this and so i would not it was just free it was so much fun and you would do tinfoil I mean, <laughs> I didn't great. have silver. So. I love that. If I remember correctly, Scott, who does our news, you you played wiffle ball with your dad. Oh yes, we had some awful, uh, awful, awesome wiffle ball games and tournaments. We had the net, you know, behind home plate that catch the ball, and I mean, it was like a real baseball scene. But it was in the backyard, and we just played for hours, and he yeah. loved it too. Yeah, but something happened with your dad one time. Yeah, so we played with. They don't make them anymore, I don't think, but the hard plastic wiffle balls, not the ones with the holes in them today, but these were the encased, you know, hard ones. And he threw a fastball at me one day, and I turned on it, and it went straight back and hit him in the eye. Had to go to the hospital for about a week. He sent his dad to the hospital. He still has a little bit of a blurry vision from that. And I felt awful. He was in the hospital for a week? (laughs) Yes. How, How old were you? Probably 11, 12, something 11 like that. 11 years old. And yeah. you're not playing pro ball today? <laughs> exactly. And after that, though, he made sure that we wore like goggles, you know, from now on. <laughs> well, I didn't want that to happen to me. So I was very careful so from crazy. Wow. Hey, we just got an open mic in. Open mic from the My His Radio app. Let's see what this says. One of my favorite memories as a kid is sitting at home uh, one night. All of a sudden, my mom looked at me. It was probably 1030 at night. And she goes, you want to go to Burger King and get some cheeseburgers? I said, absolutely, I do. And so we went at like 10.30. I think I was eight years old. It was not a school night. So there is that. And that woman was Liz Riles. Wait a minute, that's your daughter? <laughs> no way. I remember because I, I was preggies. I was, ha- I was uh, expecting my oldest son, uh-huh. and I had a craving, and I wanted a Burger King cheeseburger, and 10.30. We went and got You all piled up in the car and got yourself a cheeseburger. Oh, Uh how nice is that? You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. Love hearing all these childhood memories today because we get to celebrate your life in Christ today. 800-447-7234. It's Rob and Liz in the morning. Yeah, so Tara text and uh, she was talking about her childhood. She said, drinking water out of a hose on a hot summer afternoon or playing freeze tag with the neighborhood That's kids. all you had to drink in the neighborhood was the hose of the neighbors. Yeah, you weren't sitting out there with a Gatorade Zero. <laughs> Gatorade Zero? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my word. Kelly texted, and she said, I had amazing kids in our neighborhood. We played nonstop until the parents called us and made us separate and go to bed. She said they did bike rides, Nintendo, coin diving, you name it. We ran around that town like they owned Coin it. diving? Oh, yeah, in the pool? Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Sound bigger to me. <laughs> Kelly's here at 800-447-7234. What'd you do, Kelly? My childhood was not the typical childhood. My parents were missionaries in Haiti, and every once in a while, we would take a vacation to the beach. If you know anything about Haiti, the beaches are absolutely beautiful. One of my fondest memories is eating a cheeseburger on the beach. The reason it's so special is because we didn't have American-style food very often. So that cheeseburger was the best cheeseburger I ever had in my entire life. I am sure that does sound good, though. Oh, when you've been playing all afternoon, hot 
swimming. And not having it for such a long time yeah. because you're visionaries in Haiti. And it just melts in your mouth, yeah. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. His radio, I don't think I could do it. Abby and her cat? Mm-hmm. I know, it's so sad. So Abby's cat, whose name is Moose, what a cool name for a cat. <laughs> moose. Does he act like a Got moose? spaded not too long ago. And then when Moose got home after being spaded was just a little different. Mm. Which it wasn't just after the procedure, after even the healing of the procedure. Sometimes just, you know, a little weird. And then, you know, just did weird things. And then, and then was breathing really fast. So she's like, I got to take my cat, Moose, to the vet. Did. The vet's like, okay, this is unusual. Did a lot of tests and kept bringing Moose back for even more tests. $8,500 later. Huh. There was a diagnosis. Oh, my goodness. And one, uh, she did not want to hear. Oh, was it bad? Yeah. Oh. The diagnosis was this. Your cat is weird. What now? What now? Mm-hmm. That's what the uh, vet said. I, I'm sorry, Abby. We did all these tests. We can't find anything wrong. Your cat's weird. Is that just layman's terms, maybe? No, no, no. There was some technical thing, jargon. I'm sorry. We did all these tests. $8,500. Here's the bill. Your cat's weird. I'm going to need a refund. Right? <laughs> I'm going to need a little bit of a refund. I don't know what I would do with, with that. I'd go off to another vet, but then you spend all that dime. Again. Yeah. And I know you love your fur babies. I totally get that, but that that's a hefty it chunk is. of change. That is when you're just trying to find out some hope. It's like, okay, I know she's acting spastic at times, mm-hmm. breathing really fast, not unusually fast for a cat. Kept bringing it back to the vet. Did all these tests over and over again. It's like, I'm sorry, uh, your cat's weird. $8,500, please. Well, the good news, nothing major wrong with Moose. Mm-hmm. But that's the good thing. He is just a little different, a little odd. Now you have a young lady, 23 years old, out of 8500 bucks Because her cat's weird. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. It's very possible you've heard of the phenomenon of the pink flamingo. Robin Liz in the morning is ready. I'm a Floridian. Pink mm-hmm. flamingos are a thing. They're in everybody's yard that has a plastic pink flamingo, and that's about it. Yeah? That's about it. But how about the phenomenon of the pink iguana? There is such a thing. There is. It's very rare. There's a group of islands that's like 500 miles west of Ecuador off of South America, and they did this exhibition about uh, 10 years ago. No, 10 months ago, I think. Mm-hmm. And then they went, oh, look. The, uh, the rare pink flamingo, uh, not pink flamingo, sorry, the rare pink iguana is here. And it's it's very, very rare. And they go back 10 months later and they see that, oh, there's more. Mm-hmm. They're, they're multiplying. They're being fruitful and they're multiplying. Yeah, they knew that they were here on planet Earth, but no one had really seen them. And so they put out all these cameras and they weren't just trying to catch the uh, baby pink flamingo. <laughs> now I'm saying it, iguanas, but they're, they were trying to find different species. And all of a sudden they see little hatchlings and uh, little young iguanas pink iguanas now don't think they look like the plastic pink flamingo they have some pink on the top but they're still cute as buttons but they've been able to find them in the galapagos islands somewhere i've wanted to go i have all these bucket list places that i want to go and that is is one of them. i never heard it until i learned there was a pink iguana oh the galapagos what'd you call them galapagos 
<laughs> What'd you say? The Galapagos Islands. What's what's unique about them outside of the pink iguanas? It's all the species, and I wish I knew the number, but in my head, it's like forty-five thousand different species of animals that are just not anywhere else, and so they're all indigenous to here. To this one island? Yeah. Well, it's a group of islands. Are and there so, resorts? Is yeah. there sandals and all-inclusive? You know, I don't know about that. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. Even Liz said that she would like to stay at this place. Now, Meg is here. It's Rob and Liz in the morning, 800-447-7234. You're on his radio, Meg. Where did you say you stayed? The Galapagos Islands in Ecuador. No way. How was that? Oh, incredible. Our boys, we're on the way to school now. We missed a little school for us, but it was such an incredible experience. Right, boys? What did you do while you were there? So we got to see all the different animals on the main island of Santa Cruz Island. So we saw marine iguanas. We saw the blue-footed booby, which is the unique blue bird that's in the Galapagos. All of the things. But the best experience was we got to serve with a local school there. What did did you do with the school? So I run a hotel directory called Go and Do Good. So we travel to hotels that give back to locations around the world. So we were able to bring backpacks. 200 students in the Galapagos Islands. Well, you guys have a good day at school, all right? Okay. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. Avery's 19. He decided, I'm going to go for a bike ride. It's Rob and Liz in the morning, his radio. So he decided, I'm going to cycle from Maine all the way to Key West. By golly, he's made it into Florida already. On a unicycle. <laughs> not just a normal bicycle. No, not at all. <laughs> on a unicycle. He goes about, I think, eight to nine miles an hour, so he only gets around 20 miles a day, Mm -hmm. 20 to 30 miles a day. So it's going to take him a while. I think he's got another month, maybe a little more, to get all the way to Key West. Yeah, he said it was going to be like early February when he gets his thing wrapped up. Thing is, he's really young. He's like 19 years old. So I guess, you know, he graduates high school, and he's like maybe taking some time off before he goes back to school. But on his trip, he's not even paying for hotels or anything. He's asking um, strangers to kind of take him in. And he says when they do, when they let me stay there a day or so, um, I want them to sign my helmet. So all these people are part of the journey. And he's doing this for a cause. The cause is the East Coast Greenway. So it's this big project, and it's cycling trails that goes up and down the eastern coast. It's his passion. Yeah. And so, hey, he's like, you know, I'm going to follow that route. And, And, wow, on a unicycle. And I love how unique we all are. I would never think to do that. I I don't think it's, it's crazy or wrong or anything that he's doing. It's just something I would never have thought of. So good on him. Yeah. How unique. I think I'll do that next year. On one rollerblade. <laughs> You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. Gary determined last year, January 1st, he was going to run every single day of 2022. He decided, I'm going to do this before work. The mile was 26.2. That's a full marathon. My goodness. Before work every single day. And on the weekends, too, when he was off. On vacation, he'd run first thing in the morning. 26.2 miles, a full marathon every day last year. I wonder what his passion was behind it. Like Cancer why? treatment. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So he ran about 9,500 miles altogether. When you put all those miles together, ran before work, and he made about a million dollars for a cancer support and hospice a home. Look at what he did. Yeah. What determination. 
Right. Honestly, I mean, because that is it's something to say, you know, because we all go through the New Year's resolution things. January 1st, I'm going to do this and we'll turn over this new leaf and then come about January 9th. We go, oh, I forgot to do that. Or, yeah, what I, I what I don't know is how fast he went. Mm-hmm. And if he got better throughout the year, which I kind of think maybe. Oh, I would think so. Because the average person who just normally runs an average pace could probably do it at about four hours. Oh, I was thinking it was even shorter. So if he had to be at oh. work at 8 a.m., so he was up and running by no later than 3 Unless this guy is really fast. I mean, the elite do it in just about two hours. Okay. Give or take. A little before, a little after. So still, because you're you're taking into account if he's there by 8, he's running no later than 5.30, right? Yeah. I mean, because, you know, hopefully he's he's putting on some men and speed stick. <laughs> One would hope. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. So here are some mechanics. They're changing somebody's oil and they hear something. It's Robin Liz in the morning, his radio. It was like scratching. Mm-hmm. And so Noah's one of the mechanics. He's like, okay, that's that's strange. He got his iPhone out. He shone the light in there, looked through the camera and went, oh, oh no wonder why it's scratching. It's a it's a bunny rabbit stuck in the car, in the engine. To, that happens with kitty cats sometimes. And they're just trying to get warm, you know, when it's in the winter time. But yeah, this was a bunny. And they had to free him or her from the undercarriage of the car. And so they put the thing up so they could get underneath the car. And they removed one little thing. And the bunny, there it was. And they tried to grab it. And and the funniest part is the chase around <laughs> the gas station in that area where they're ma- where they're working on the cars to change the oil and the tires and stuff. They're chasing this bunny all over the place in there. Yeah, I'm you know watching the video and I'm like, my goodness, and they they're falling and they're tripping over themselves. Like let the one guy go. tries to tackle it gently. <laughs> you don't; those two things don't go together. That's an oxymoron. Tackling gently. <laughs> yes, dude, it he doesn't tried. work. Yeah, it's a it's a bunny. Finally, somehow they did get the bunny. They had their little photo op with it, posted it, and then released it out into the wild so it could flourish and be a bunny parent. <laughs> uh, which is what the bunny wanted to do the whole time. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning on his radio. I cannot get behind this. It's a self-strolling stroller. It was released this uh, week. There was like a uh, technology conference that was put together, and this is one of the items that they're trying to get out on the market, a self-strolling stroller. So, is, it, is it like a mo- uh, All I can liken it to is like a uh, lawnmower? Sort of. That it, has the, and the, the, the push mower that has the little thing that helps you push along so it's well, almost self-guided almost well no this one is like you can set it and forget it kind of thing so what they're pushing it as is say you've got two children you got one in the stroller and one that you need to carry or you know walk with you or whatever so you can have this thing stroll beside you but in the ad for this stroller it shows a parent holding a child and then the stroller going down a hill next to the parent nope not doing it all i can think of is the thing take off the the yes the motor gives out and there goes baby you know down the hill not doing it i did see another stroller that came with um a really cool feature um because these are these things are getting smarter with their tech it has a bottle warmer okay that i can get behind 
Okay. 100%. A bottle warmer on a stroller. Yes. But not a self-guiding stroller not so that a... you can sit on a park bench and <laughs> because baby goes around the park. Listen, you could literally grab yourself a nap, put baby in the stroller, set it to go because it almost works like an iRumba. Is that what it's called? A Roomba? The, the vacuum cleaner thing? Yeah. So it bumps into things and then figures out where it needs to go? No. So. <laughs> That's crazy. And then grab yourself a 20-minute cat nap. Yeah. I don't think so. Not doing it. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. Oh, wait a minute. I can lose 30 pounds in 30 days. Okay. It's Rob and Liz in the morning, his radio. Such a scam. Oh. There's so many of them. And I know, and this is like, the FTC is like, listen, there's so many scams that's out there. Don't believe them. And this sounds like, duh, but sometimes I fall into it. Well, I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, yeah, because <laughs> I wouldn't mind a pill that would take care of the whole thing. Wouldn't it be you nice know? just pop and boom, you're, yeah, skinny. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you hear the things, you can lose weight without diet and exercise. That's false. You don't have to watch what you eat or lose weight to lose weight. It's like, no, that's false. They're the intermittent fasting thing. Mm-hmm. You still have to eat the right things. But yet there are some that are saying, hey, you can intermittent fast and eat whatever you want in your feeding window. Uh, eat a Snicker bar here and wait eight hours and you can have a Caramello. Yeah, have all the <laughs> chips you want within your eating window. It doesn't work that way. It does not. It does not work that way. To lose weight, just take this pill, 30 pounds, 30 days, and you can lose weight with a patch or cream. doesn't work that way either. I it's- used to uh, fall into this, to this scam. I guess there was a TV show that... It was there was a big hype before it came on television. It was a talk show, and this guy would have a different diet every day. And about five days in, I was like, I don't think I don't think this. That's is not these Oz, work. is it? Is it Doctor Oz? It is. Dr. It is Doctor. Yeah, because that sounds like that. Oh. The whole keto thing, take the keto pill, right? all that stuff, and yeah. then the raspberry pills or whatever that was yeah. the next day. And it was like, well, this is the one that works. There was a lot of that. Which that was one going works on. though? I know, right? None of them. Best advice I ever got was move your body for at least thirty minutes to an hour. And eat God-made food, not man-made food. Right, and eighty twenty, right? And don't and don't deprive yourself. Because if you do, I had a trainer once told me that if I had a pickle, I was going to gain all this weight. <laughs> I was a like, a pickle. What? God grew that pickle. Are you kidding me? Are you? <laughs> and so I ended up in a box of sugar pop. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning on his radio. I don't know the last time you've been on a plane, but there are some that offer Wi-Fi. And with the Wi-Fi, you get free messaging. But if you want to do anything else on the Wi-Fi, you got to pay some money. Mm-hmm. Lots of money. So here's what Delta's doing. They're going, you know what, after February, Wi-Fi is going to be free to everybody who has our app, and they sign up for the SkyMiles thing. And do you have to have a certain carrier, or it's everybody gets the free Wi-Fi? If you, no, if you get, okay. if, if I'm reading this right, I mean, you may be right, but if I'm reading this right, as long as you have, like, you know, the Delta account, then you're in. Oh, okay. So you got to have the Delta account, sign up for Sky Miles and all that stuff. Yeah. It's just like if you want the certain perks at McDonald's, you download the app. Yeah. Because it's free. It's a free app. pretty much the way it is with Delta. Like the reward. Well, that's a good deal because I I in the past have tried, you know, when I really needed to be in touch with people, um, done the Wi-Fi and it it's always spotty. It never well, it works. is. It is really slow. Yeah. Oh my word, it is slow. However, it's good to have something when you're right. flying, especially if you have to get some work done mm-hmm. or you need to communicate with somebody outside of you know texting because you can text for free or sure. message for free. Outside of that, the email's gone. Everything else is gone. So that's what you just got to worry about. Yeah. So now, after February, you'll be able to do it all the time on Delta. Well, hopefully, the other airlines will follow suit.